0: Hello and welcome back to Rocket Pod. On today's show, we're joined by Liam James Collins. Liam is an edtech entrepreneur and the co-founder of The Coaching Masters. The Coaching Masters is a global coaching platform that helps develop coaches, build lifestyle businesses. They're currently operating in 81 countries and have had a recent valuation of 25 million. I'm very intrigued to know, to learn about Liam's journey and uh, moving from an actor to entrepreneur and building a scalable global business enterprise. Welcome Liam, really excited to have you on the show. Welcome, it's good to see you. So, uh, so Liam, so what do you know to be true that most people disagree with you with
1: on? What I know to be true that most people disagree with me on is that the traditional structure of employment is very unsafe and most people disagree with me on this one because mm-hmm. we've been led down this garden path to believe that that's the the ultimate form of security is to go to school go to university get a good degree get a good job in quotes whatever a good job is and then you're safe you're you're secure and and once upon a time that probably was true and it's not true today as far as i'm concerned you know i'll I'll give you a great personal example you know i've been building my own Mm -hmm. business now since 2017 and um and before that i was an actor so two very right. un two well, what what's the word for it two very unpredictable lifestyles right one being an actor not knowing where my next job is going to come from and then the next starting my own business never having done that before ever and not really knowing what I'm doing so very unpredictable and throughout this entire journey my wife who entered the corporate world. Uh, nine, 10, maybe 11 years ago now, her her job has been like a real crutch for us. It's been a real safety net. You know, at times where I'm this out of work actor or at times where I'm first starting my business, um, her being in the the corporate world and having this corporate job has has seemed like a lot of security. Now I've gone on to build my business over the last few years and I've built it up to to quite a significant business now. Um, But up until very recently, she was still in that job. And after having been with the same company for a decade, having entered the, the corporation at admin level, entry point mm-hmm. and working away all the way up to near director level, uh, she was recently made redundant, uh, completely out of nowhere. Total shock, total surprise. And it really hit it home for me that I thought, wow, out of the two of us, because mm-hmm. I run my own business, I always thought I was the, the, the risky one. I thought I was the unpredictable one. But in reality, all of a sudden, overnight, that job that had been there for 10 years that created this huge amount of security for our family at times where it was unpredictable, Mm -hmm. it was gone. And that was it. Mm -hmm. Nothing else to be said. You're gone. You're out. Bye-bye. Thank you for your service. And I realized how much control I had in that instance. You know, that really hit it home for me that I thought, wow, no one can make me redundant. No one can fire me. You know, no one can tell me that I can stop earning. And I just realized, wow, actually, when you get it right, running your own business and being your own boss and being the captain of your own ship, that is real security. That's real yep. safety. You know? And yep. I think I think initially a lot of people disagree with that because it's just it's hard for people to be able to see that as a, as a reality for themselves
0: yeah well that, that's a well you framed that really nicely and there was a real there was a you, you put some great context behind it um which is a you know your own personal experience that's okay cu- couple of things a couple of threads from that so you said you started as an actor mm. um do you think do you think you you got a bit of street smart for the entrepreneurial journey because i can imagine as an actor it is quite a hustle you know very few people actually make it as a you know as an actor or get get on the big screen it it' doesn't, it's actually relevant where you Ended up on the journey, but as far as that whole um, street smarts, you know, reliance, self reliance. I guess you going to auditions and kind of hustling around, and there's a lot of competition. Do you see any parallels between that existence as an actor um, and and your um, your your ability or the, the skills that you've developed as an entrepreneur? And I can imagine actually, you have to be a bit of a chameleon, don't you? Sometimes you have to do everything. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, Lo- loads of parallels, so many, and in fact. I wish that I had the experience of being an entrepreneur before I was an actor. I think that if anything, that's the right way round of doing it. Because when I look back on my acting career now, what I really, really, really needed is I needed that sense of entrepreneurship that I've developed since starting my own business. Because the thing is with acting, and this is very much similar to, to running your own business and being an entrepreneur, if you just imagine this absolutely huge mass of people that are all walking in one direction and all trying to walk through one door, the best mm-hmm. way to get through that door and to get into that other room is to find another door. Right. <laughs> Don't try to fit in with the crowd. Don't try to squeeze your way to the front. Don't try to fight everybody on the way there. It's not going to work. It's going to be uncomfortable. And the chances of you actually getting through that door yep. are, are essentially impossible. Very slim. But if you, utilize your entrepreneurial creative mind and you find another way then you're much more likely to get into the room when i was an actor i didn't get that i didn't understand that and mm-hmm. i was one of those people that was trying to fit in with with everybody else and i was doing the typical things like i was like well i tell you what i need i need headshots and i need a show reel and i need an agent and i need an agent to put me forward for auditions and that's the only way i will ever get a part in anything but of course <laughs> That's rubbish. That's that will never be true. You know, the acting world is as entrepreneurial as the business world. All what I really needed to do is I really needed to make better connections and stand out from the crowd and find ways of putting me in front of the right people at the right time. And I needed to find ways of being able to add value to their lives without always asking for something in return. You know, I've gone and learned all of these things as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. and there may be a time in the future where i heavily step back into the acting world and if i do i'm gonna do things way different to, to- <laughs> way different well in, in a way you're kind of creating your own narrative your own movie you
0: know in the form of a business you know and even little things like this you know we've got well the last time i checked is about just over three thousand listeners you know 18 to 28 year olds you know so So, uh, yeah, you just get yourself out there in in different ways. Okay, so you you sparked something else when you initially talked about this, um, you know, the security versus, you know, being self-employed or doing your own thing versus working for the man. So um, I'm a bit of a late bloomer. So I I really, uh, even though I've always been quite entrepreneurial, even from a child, I have had a lot of failures. um, And I I kind of took the plunge, took the entrepreneurial plunge, probably in my mid thirties. And it's been, you know, there's tough times, right? You know, that you've got to create the value before the, the money comes in. So as far as you know, family of five, married, you know, mouths to feed. I met an I met an entrepreneur who his wife had been they were like 10 years ahead. His wife was putting security in the uncertainty. Hmm. Whereas, you know, my, my wife, she's quite a bit more risk-adverse. She's changed a lot actually since then, but um, you know, like the regular paycheck. Um, And I wasn't able to provide that. So it it did definitely put some strains on the relationship. But now, you know, you you kind of go through the the Gobi Desert and then you kind of, you know, come out and and see the sunshine. Okay, I'm still doing plenty of things wrong, but um, it's just very interesting. But So now it's actually, it's worth it. Uh, Mm. But you've got to go through figuring it out um, before you, you know, you get that proper security because guess what? Anything can happen in the world, but you're just completely self-reliant. So I, I can... can can definitely relate to that. Um, And I I think personally I'm unemployable. I wouldn't, yeah, I just, that's not for me, (laughs) but for some, some people it works, doesn't it? So, you know, entrepreneurial life isn't for everybody, uh, but you've got to, you've got to take the risk. You've got to push to grow you've got to fail to get ahead and it's almost like if you're not failing then you're not trying hard enough it's the way you know just one last thing another kind of spark if you draw a line you've got failure on the one end and you've got success on the other end Hmm. um where you don't want to be is in the middle because that's fucking boring well for me anyway um but if you're failing it provides a bit of color color in your life and if you're succeeding then that feels good you can't always be succeeding because you've got to you know anyway nothing me rambling on
1: <laughs> yeah no so, I think um I think just off the back of that as well you know there are just some very specific lessons that people need to learn when they embark on that journey of being an entrepreneur as well because I think initially people like the idea they like the freedom being their own boss not being told what to do you know and this and it's exactly the same for me you know this was the initial inspiration I in fact I started my first coaching business back in 2017 not because i had this deep love and passion for coaching i started that business because i wanted to be able to go to auditions as an actor okay without okay. without needing to ask for time off that was the reason uh-huh. why i started my first business you know i'd learned i learned to love it over a period of time um but you know i i i just I wanted to be able to work from a coffee shop if I wanted to and not have to leave that coffee shop at 8.30 a.m. to go and sit in this horrible office because I've had loads of jobs. You know, before I became an entrepreneur, as you can imagine, as an actor, you know, I w- I had loads of jo- jobs. I've been a barman. I've been a lifeguard. I was a junior stockbroker at one point. I was a postman. I was I've done everything you can imagine. And um, and, and I hated them all. every every single one of them i despised and i am also unemployable right the moment i get there i'm i'm the worst employee because i'm that employee (laughs) that hates it so much that i end up trying to tear the place down from the inside because i I, because i don't like being there right so i'm i i'm the worst person to employ no one ever employ me please And uh, not (laughs) that I would ever want that, but, um, but, but this is the thing, you know, and I, and I used to daydream and just think, ah, instead of leaving this coffee shop at 8.30 a.m. to go and sit in that horrible little office, windowless office with those miserable people picking up the phone, cold calling people that I don't, that don't even want to talk to me, which by the way, junior stockbroker and stockbroken, it's not, it's not glamorous. Yeah, it's a horrible horrible thing to do. And, uh, and anyway, and, and I just thought, imagine how amazing it would be if I could just stay here instead you know, and just work Mm -hmm. from this coffee shop all day if I wanted to. You know, very, very simple level of freedom that I was looking for initially. I wasn't looking for the ability to go and swing on a hammock and sip cocktails all day or go and fly in a private jet. That stuff wasn't even in my radar. Like all I wanted to do was not leave that coffee shop. That was it. That was my inspiration. That was the goal. That was the goal. That was it. That was was like, if I can just go on, James.
0: No, 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 no. Carry on.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, like, if I can do that, if I can achieve that, then I'm good. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy, right? If I can just make enough money to sit in this coffee shop. And um, but yeah, that's the thing, because I think a lot of the time people start this journey with those kind of aspirations of freedom. There's just a few very specific lessons that you don't know until you start the journey. For me, one of the most significant ones was I was lucky enough to have a a very in-depth conversation with a a famous coach called Paul McKenna. You've probably heard of Paul McKenna, big personal Mm -hmm. development author. And he he looked me dead in the face because he could see I was struggling with this thing. And he said, Liam, the more value you add to other people's lives, the more money you're going to make. And Mm -hmm. I realized in that moment, I was not in any way focused on adding value to people's lives. I was just thinking about... Can I sit in this coffee shop? Can I get a bigger house? Can I get a nicer car? Can I create freedom for myself? And because those are my focuses, it wasn't working. But that's a lesson I want everybody to really absorb that lesson now because it saved me a massive amount of time and it it, it helped me become successful because I flipped everything in my head. And I thought, well, what I need to do is I need to just focus on adding value to people's lives. And the moment I figured that one out, making money was way easier after that
0: yeah now that's a really good uh, thank you for sharing that and and it also highlights the point that you know okay he said one thing to you but he coached you for sure um and sometimes we we think we know it all but actually it's amazing how you can look, someone else can look at the same situation with a completely different perspective um and actually um the other thing that that stood out to me with what you were talking about was um you know your initial motivation to do your coaching was so you could have the freedom to audition. So you weren't focused on the money; you were focused on the freedom piece to enable you to do this other thing. Obviously, as you evolved and the uh, the coaching, the wisdom that Paul McKenna um, gave you, you know, you you completely flipped everything and scaled everything to to um, you know building an, an amazing business um, but that's kind of important too to if, if you're going to focus on the money then it's, it's that tiny door you know one person might get through at a, at a thousand but it's again it's not the money's going to come from the value that you're creating and, and as you said if you can work yourself into a position where you're going to provide value to more people then the money will follow because the money is a byproduct of the value that you're creating exactly um, and just something else so I have a little bit of um. this is actually a conversation I had with one of my teenage daughters recently for those young folks or not even necessarily young for those folks that are doing that job that they hate right with the yeah whatever it is um, there's a little analogy I, I picked it up recently I don't know where I picked it up but anyway there's two guys laying bricks the first guy laying bricks you know he's putting the brick down he's cement brick cement and he's he's pissed off he hates laying these bricks he's resentful of what he's doing um, and he's really bitter about it and basically st- stuck, like fixed mindset, stuck on this thing. Another guy next to him laying the bricks, he's thinking to himself, in 10 years' time, I'm going to have a house, you know? So he's whistling and he's laying the bricks. He's doing exactly the same job as the other guy. But the difference being is that he's got a growth mindset and he's thinking this is this menial task I'm doing now is, gonna, is a stepping stone for the future. And I think that, you know, so those folks out there, um that are really not happy in their current situation, you know it's a means to an end, but of course, like paul McKenna said to you, it's a you know maybe there's a shift in mindset to actually you know take that first step for their for their dreams, yeah, okay, that's cool so um, just switching gear that was really interesting so switching gears was it was there any individual or individuals that made an impact on you i mean like obviously you're a very i would i would imagine you you know the fact that you've had lots of different jobs that you you're kind of you're you're very driven you're a driven human. Hmm. where does the drive come from did was there a, like a eureka moment was there somebody that that made an impact on you when you were younger yeah um, for
1: sure I mean lo- loads of people loads of, I, yeah. I I think everybody did on, on some level you know everybody that I've ever met has probably made some sort of impact on me and you know it's really interesting because in the one of the the, the type of coaching that I do and that I train in which is NLP which is neuro linguistic program it's like a mm-hmm. style of coaching which like very Um, subconscious, psychological, you know, we talk a lot about two different types of motivation, you know, there's what we call towards motivation, and there's away from motivation. So for instance, to give you an example of a a towards motivation, that is, I want to build this house because I want a comfortable home. And away from motivation is, I want to build this house because I don't want to be homeless and I don't want to be out on the streets and I don't want to be cold. So, for instance, the away froms are all about motivation based on what you don't want. And the towards are motivations based on what you do want. So I think that in terms of people that have had an impact on my life, many, many people have had an impact on me in both different directions you know i've i've looked at people and i've looked towards people and thought i really want that i would love to be able to create that give you a great example actually and uh and and this isn't something that i talk about very often it doesn't tend to be part of the the story that i share or the mindset but you having asked that question in that way has really sparked this both my mum and dad's um You know, my my dad's not with us anymore. I lost my dad in 2018. But like, but both my mom and dad, from since before I can remember, they've worked for themselves. Now, they Mm -hmm. haven't gone on to grow these huge empires, big multi-million pound businesses with loads of employees and all of that. In fact, they have never had any employees individually. But my dad has been a self-employed plumber since before Mm -hmm. I can remember. And I remember very specifically really being very impacted by the fact that if he wanted to stay home one day, he did. Mm -hmm. Something Mm -hmm. very simple, really simple, Mm -hmm. but really impactful. And especially at that time where I was going to school and there were moments and some days as all kids are, and I was like, I don't want to go to school today. And my dad was like, oh, well, you know, you've got to go to school, whatever. And But I remember me needing to go somewhere and he didn't he had the 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 decision making power to be able to stay home if he wanted to and then i'd go around mm-hmm. my friends house and i'd notice that their mums and dads were going to work oh well mm-hmm. i've got to go to work i've got to go to the office and i remember thinking wow my dad never has to do anything <laughs> like that because he might have to mm-hmm. go and do fit a bathroom or he might have to go and fix a sink every so often but he he does it on his own on his own clock Damn. and i was really mm-hmm. impacted by that so that that was a kind of real mm-hmm. towards motivation that i think had an impact on me where i thought i also want to make sure that i've got the freedom to be able to do what i want some away from motivations were very much and i can imagine a lot of entrepreneurs are like this having a series of people in your life where you think i'll fucking show you (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna, fucking, I'm gonna fucking prove you wrong because like either they've not believed in you or they've tried to put you down or they've ridiculed you in some way or they've laughed at you. Oh mate, I've had, I've had loads of that, especially yeah. throughout my younger years mm-hmm. and my childhood, loads mm-hmm. of it. You know, I, I, to be fair, now it's I've kind of moved part. I, I would say elevated above it, but there would have been a time mm-hmm. where I would have had a list and I would have had names <laughs> on that list, and I'd be like, the reason why I'm going to become successful is that I can every single person on this list i want them to be eating their words which of course is a an away from Mm -hmm. motivation right but tons of people have had an impact on me in all on all different levels in all different ways and i think i've been very i think i'm very absorbent i think i pay a lot of attention to the things that people have said to me or about me and Mm -hmm. yeah it's all it's all rubbed off on in one way or another
0: so i have a question for you so um and it's actually inspired i'm reading a Book called Mindset. Is it Dwecker? The, uh, I don't know if you've read it, but anyway, it, it it talks about fixed mindset and growth mindset. And I've already touched on; it's already kind of impacted me a little bit. You you just you demonstrated with your that you can change, and you've you've actually you're, you're open to new ideas. You know, from what you've just been talking about. Yeah. Um. Do you think that you were? Do you think you've you've developed a growth mindset? I mean, in fact, do you do you feel you have a growth mindset? Can we talk about your interpretation of? Mm. a fixed a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset and yeah you know are you born you know can can you change I mean I think you've you've kind of demonstrated you you can um but uh and I think from a bit of personal context I believe that I was very fixed minded when I was younger Mm. and I've I've developed a growth mindset and it's so exciting because it's like wow I didn't realize how much I didn't know you know um so can you talk about your own experiences with with that particular
1: definitely object. definitely yeah and, and and i i do have a belief a firm belief that people can change I i have the somewhat controversial belief that this is very different to what i should believe as a coach right i don't believe that everybody has unlimited potential i don't believe that i believe that there are some people whose potential is capped and i've met a lot of people in my life where I feel like, wow, there, there is no help in you. you you've capped your potential, you've, you've made that decision, you've fucking sealed the lid shut, and that's that, right? We might be able to make some change, We might be able to create some growth here, but I don't believe that I, I don't believe that everybody has the potential to have the intellect of Elon Musk. I don't believe that everybody has the potential to have the athletic ability of LeBron James or Michael Jordan. Like, I, don't, I don't believe everyone has unlimited potential. I think we have potential within, the, within limit. But what I do believe is I believe that everybody has the ability to change. Now, change, of course, is quite a, an open word for uh, up for interpretation. Mm-hmm. But in one way or another, people have the ability to change. And not only that, but I think people have the ability to change immediately very instantly just with one shift of perspective and we're going to have experienced this ourselves throughout our own life. You know, people are are going to have said one thing to us and our entire perspective has changed on a particular scenario or situation or towards a particular person. So what in terms of answering your question around the growth mindset versus fixed mindset, I think it's really important that everybody has the belief and the understanding that they have the ability to change and that they can change very, very quickly. What it comes down to, in my mind, is the difference between what we call cause and effect. You know, when people are at effect or they're sitting within the realm of effect, they're sitting inside of that victim mindset. The world is having an effect on them. Yeah,
0: yeah. The world external. around
1: them, external people around them, the situation they're in, that's making me think this way or that's making mm-hmm. me feel this way or that's making me do this. And that's giving me these results. What we want to try to do is we want to try to shift everybody away from effect and towards cause so that people Mm -hmm. understand that they are the cause of the things that are happening in their life. That doesn't mean things are their fault, because that's a completely different area altogether, because we're only focusing on things that have gone wrong. But we're at cause. You know, we are the one that causes ourselves to think a certain way, to feel a certain way, to do certain things, to have certain behaviours. And I think that is a big Mm.
0: definition
1: with the growth mindset and the fixed mindset that gets missed out a lot, because if we can shift our perspective away from I am at effect and everything is affecting me towards I am at cause and I'm creating everything around me, then developing a fixed mindset, um, uh, developing a growth mindset is way easier past that point, because then you realize that you have the ability to change. You have the ability to affect things. And then you realize how much you don't know. And you're like, wow, Uh this is incredible. I've got a lot more power than what I thought I had. And that also Uh has made me realize that there are all of these blind spots. There are all of these empty gaps in my knowledge and my wisdom. and, And then you're ready to absorb that stuff and you're ready to grow and you're ready to change. Well, one thing I've noticed is that people, especially adults, they can't wait to be able to demonstrate how much they know, right? They can't wait to demonstrate how smart they are. But one of the greatest things we can do is go into any situation with the mindset of a student just an mm-hmm. open mindset ready to learn enter a situation and be willing to throw your hand up and say I know nothing about this and mm-hmm. I that's great because I'm here to learn and I'm here to absorb and people are scared of doing that but once you do that the level of growth that you you then that you then experience is is astronomical
0: yeah and actually I think um yeah I think being vulnerable in that situation you that it then causes the other person to you know that breaks down barriers, doesn't it? And then you have then you kind of you actually can build much more meaningful relationships as well as you know the learning curve. It's Mm. also like a a layer of an onion, isn't it? I think um it's this Eureka well this light bulb moment is like you know you're on a journey and then you have this this like awareness is like holy shit. And then it's like gets harder almost because you've got to work through all the things that you have to unlearn. Yeah. Um you know I mean I grew up in quite a religious family and in the last decade I've been deconstructing a lot of the things that I was conditioned to think a certain way. And to be honest, I mean, it's, it's very freeing. I, mean, I know it's quite personal, but, um, but it's these layers of onions, you know, it's just like you peel away the layers. So it, it doesn't happen overnight, but I think it's just the, the realization, and the awareness piece, and then, then let the work begin. And then, I mean, I like um, the analogy. I talked to my girls about this. I have three teenage daughters, uh, 15, 17 and 19. As far as you know, there's this big jagged rock. Um, but you've got your you know hammer and chisel, and you just you know you can chisel any any there's this beautiful sculpture underneath this ragged rock, and it takes a lifetime. It's like whoops, I l- lopped off an arm. Okay, well, let's make it something else. It takes time, doesn't it? But it's um yeah, we're all on our own journey, but that's really fascinating.
1: And I, I think. And what I else? I appreciate we, this is really- you sharing that as well because um, you know I just I think that's really important. You know, especially for your listeners as well. You know, to know that personal side of you and know know that part of your journey. And you know, I'm 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 not um, I'm really not a controversial person in in any way. Like I I have a firm belief that it's important and it's constructive uh, for me to walk into any scenario very open, willing to. Hear what someone has to say, what they believe, why they believe that, where that's come from, and to enter most well all environments with a sense of understanding rather than a sense of judgment. And I and I do enter Mm -hmm. those situations like that. Having said that, what I find very interesting, and I'm just going to throw this one out there. And again, you know, people interpret this however they want. When we look at religion, purely, if I'm going to put my marketing hat on, that is marketing. Fucking Never. genius. That is marketing. It, genius. Is. it is. Because, it is. like, what? if we if we think about that for a moment, right? Could you imagine how successful your business would be if you led masses of people to believe that they either need to buy your product or they're gonna go to hell? Could you that is like marketing one <laughs> other? Yeah, <laughs> whatever and it is. It. It's yeah. like buy my buy my product, see me as the leader that you need to follow join my community, tell everybody else about me, ultimately make make me as wealthy as possible through the process. And if you don't, you're gonna, you're gonna go to hell. It's just I'm just throwing that one out there. If you no, I know, when you strip everything back, and you really look at things from a bird's eye view, you think, wow, there's some pretty clever marketing going on there.
0: Yeah, no, it's interesting. It's all about control as well, isn't it? It's like, but yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty big subject matter but no it's um yeah that's, that's an interesting perspective uh so where else we we go with this um so there's so um why don't you te- tell us about coaching masters because I know that you've recently hit some pretty incredible milestones yeah um and I you touched on the number of countries that your business is in worldwide hmm. um talk yeah talk about coaching masters you, you've you, you obviously shared a bit about the beginning of your journey being a coach and I'm and obviously then the rest is history but can you talk us through what coaching masters is about Yeah um and and I guess you already touched on you know not everyone has unlimited potential everyone has their lid or their um but yeah let's talk about um the types of people that you're you're working with and yeah the business and then that'd be great
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I think a good place to 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 start in order to explain is um is is the beginning, you know, where where it came from. So, where I I first became a coach in January of 2017, you know, I'd gone from dead-end job to dead-end job um and I and I I discovered coaching and I was listening to a lot of podcasts, I was going through a lot of trainings, I was really absorbing it. You know, I threw mm-hmm. myself into this personal development world in a huge gigantic way. I just thought I'm going to make this a big part of my life. And uh, and then when I made the decision, wow! I now have reached a point where I know a lot about this. I'm pretty good at this. It, it, I understand it. It flows. I've got fluidity with this. I think I can help other people. And I made the decision to 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 pack in these dead-end jobs after a very long period of time. And I was like, I'm going to throw myself into the coaching world. I'm going to become a coach. I'm going to start bringing on one-to-one clients. I'm going to help people increase their confidence, break down their limiting beliefs, achieve their goals, create better mm-hmm. focus. I was <laughs> obsessed with it. I was like, I'm all in, I'm all in. And, uh, and and I did that, you know, and I and I started a very small one-to-one coaching business. with and me, just, just me, little me, sole trader, doing this from my apartment <laughs> in the middle of central london people would literally come to my home i had this lovely gorgeous like living room above a pub in the middle of borough market near london bridge it was just like perfect but i was very old school you know i was doing it in an old school way literally all offline and uh, and i did that for about a year and it was pretty good you know i i did manage to replace my income i did manage to spend most of my days in those coffee shops which for me i was like rock perfect. and roll This is great. I wanted. Yeah, amazing. uh, And then I got to a point where I was like, I had people asking me, can you teach me how you do this? Like, I'm really interested in this as well. You know, it started off with a couple of my clients who I really helped them completely transform their lives. And then they were like, I want to do this as well. And so I ended up becoming a qualified trainer. So I got to a point where I was able to actually qualify and accredit other people to become coaches. So I was like okay this is pretty good so then all of a sudden I went from having this little offline coaching business to a little mm-hmm. offline school I had this tiny <laughs> little school that I had going on where people would come and do my courses but then it was in 2019 that I met my business partner Lewis and after having met him my whole world just completely transformed because he I recognized him as an as an equal to me and at the time it was very unusual to have other coaches who are like young men who were really passionate about coaching because really the avatar of your traditional coach in 2017, 2018 was an older woman who had done therapy for a while and then started to transition into coaching. I was not the typical avatar as a i was 27 back then i was like young vibrant fucking full of life like and I was <laughs> creating some pretty wacky content i was not the i was not the avatar for a coach and i recognized lewis was exactly the same so i was like this is <laughs> this is really weird like i thought i was the only one and so i sent him this message and i was like look mate no agenda behind this message but i just want to say i really appreciate what you do i think it's great And funny enough, he had actually been following me because he had seen a series of my Facebook ads. And then we met up in person and it turned out to be the perfect marriage because what he had at the time is he had an online business that was helping coaches build their coaching business and get clients. Now, in nowadays, in 2023, there's quite a lot of people that do that. But back in 20. 19 there weren't that many people that did it and he was one of the ones that was getting really amazing results but he realized that he had a huge missing piece to his puzzle and that was that he couldn't create coaches he could only help coaches build their business now i could create coaches i could take the average person and i could turn them into a fully qualified coach i had the ability to do that Okay. he then had the ability to take that person and help them get paying clients okay so i had nice. part a and he had part b it was perfect so, so perfect a match made in heaven almost oh, i was a, it was a match made in heaven it was great and also at the time i didn't know how to do things online i was proper old school like i was literally doing like offline events standing up in front of the room getting people to walk to the back of the room to buy my courses all of that sort of stuff And he and he just opened up my whole eyes to everything. And he said, you don't want to be doing any of this stuff offline because it's a big waste of your time and it's a lot of effort for your customers. He was like the offline events that you're doing. That's a Facebook Live. You know, these offline courses that you're running, you can do that inside of Zoom. You know, you don't yeah, you don't need to be yeah. doing any of this stuff offline. So anyway, literally from that day, February 16th, 2019, we we literally in that moment from for about it was about a five hour coffee get together. We created the whole idea for the coaching masters that day. Fantastic. And we started working together literally that day. And we've and we've not <laughs> working together ever since. And now we've <clears> gone <throat> on. The, the way it started was that we created our very first course. I he was like, can you create a course which qualifies people as coaches? I'm like, that's that's what I do. And he was like, great, create that course and let's sell it to my community because he already had like a pre-existing online community.
0: Yeah. We
1: made about 17 grand. We reinvested mm. all of it straight back into the business. Nice. Then we did it again and made about 40, reinvested it all straight <laughs> back into the business. Then we did it again and we made like 60, reinvested it straight back into the business. <laughs> And, and 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 the story has never ended since then that has been Fantastic. what we've again and again and again and now we've got six courses we've had, had over 7000 students we've wow. got an online membership we are the first coaching academy on earth that can now qualify people inside of virtual reality we've got an app we've developed which helps coaches find clients we got a 25 million dollar valuation last year on the business it's just gone Congratulations. From strength to strength to strength to strength. But I'd say one, one thing that I think is a really important part of that story is that has happened through an outrageous amount of late nights, blood, sweat and tears, heartache, ups and downs, yep. near failures, mm-hmm. huge arguments between us, like real yep. tension, real elation, great moments, <laughs> terrible moments. Like it has been a rocky, <laughs> rocky, rocky ride. So even though we've gone from strength to strength, I just want everybody to know that it's not been an easy journey, you know. So, so on, that
0: li- on that line I've, I described earlier, it's literally from one side to the other and back to the other. You know, it's like, there's, it's, oh, not middle, I- it? it's
1: not in the middle, is it? Eight in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. It's, it, it, uh, it, brilliant. On, on an extreme level. And you know what? And it's still that way today. You know, it's still that way today. Immediately after we finished doing this podcast, I know for a fact that tonight will be like a a. 3am for me tonight (laughs) no I know that for a fact I just am so aware with the amount of stuff that we have to do and and we've got over 100 employees now and I still am working my ass off every day you know that that Mm -hmm. journey it it will get easier at some point but it's not we're, we're choosing for it to still be quite hard at the moment
0: yeah well that's amazing well that what a, what are they what an inspiring story you know and you, you and you met your you know your business partner and that compliment so it's almost so um well in fact you're both visionaries, but what you seem to be more of the the visionary and he's more the integrator he he you hook him, he fries him, but I that you you both do it you both had successful businesses in, but there there is a enough. there is a slight division of responsibilities i mean you you, you have the ability to kind of get people to kind of switch their mindset and it might be the you know you're very energetic and exciting yeah but he but he knows how to kind of put the i mean again i don't know
1: but the process yeah. the system, you there's know almost like mixture. a bit more structure a bit there's more a structure big mixture around... there's a big mixture because if anything in terms of the visionary of the where the business is going and where it needs to go in that big 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 picture thinking that's him he's that guy he's okay 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 he can zoom right out okay okay like for instance when we first met he could see exactly how by by us working together it would then what it would look like in five years and 10 years and all the problems that that would solve and admittedly for me it took a little while i was like okay okay, i'm still sort of learning about this guy and learning about Yeah, yeah yeah but yeah i mean i'm I think a good way of describing it would be that he's the visionary. Okay. I'm the magic magic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yes. I like that. Source. The secret sauce. I
1: like that. The, uh, I yeah. Like yeah, that. yeah. I like it. I you think keep that, that one. hits the nail on the head. Yeah. Actually. He's the okay. So yeah. The
0: Cause I, I am fascinated when I, you know, when I meet, you know, business partners, you know, there is one that is more ideas visionary one is more kind of like execution and it doesn't mean to say that these you know individuals can actually share there's obviously crossover yeah um because like like for anyone to start their own business you know like uh, as you did in in the early days you know you've got to do everything
1: yeah you you know you
0: haven't got a choice you haven't got a choice and even the things that you don't particularly excite you you have to do it yeah um and i guess as you scale a business you can find folks that get lit up looking at a spreadsheet all day you know some people actually get energized by that I mean I never realized that that even existed someone could spend 12 hours looking at spreadsheet programming it and actually finish the day feeling excited and energized yeah it's just kind of funny isn't it
1: yeah yeah all those times. it's funny actually because I think with him he with Lewis he's probably the visionary and the integrator and I'm I'm just Mm. the magic bit (laughs) yeah I mean it's genuinely true like it's (laughs) You know with with Lewis yeah. he would he he inevitably was going to be successful no matter what like it's an absolute yeah. given but I think what mm-hmm. he recognized was that with me he was going to be able to get there way quicker and mm-hmm. yeah. with a lot more with a lot more magic you know I think it would have been harder and I and it, it well it definitely wouldn't have been as big that's for sure but mm-hmm. he would have been successful no matter what. Whereas for yeah. me it's an interesting one because I think that there probably is a bit of destiny there because I have thought about creating success and fulfillment and a good life ever since I was a little kid. But what I mm-hmm. needed from him is I I needed the I needed the knowledge of how to really and truly make that happen. And I and I've learned a lot from Lewis over the last 4 years. It's been like the most intense business university course you could ever imagine yeah yeah but fucking hell man like i i i I, I tell you what let's put it this way now if for whatever reason you know lewis got hit by a bus tomorrow and the coaching masters burnt down i know for a fact i could create a very successful business whereas before i met lewis i was questioning it and i was thinking Mm -hmm. do i really know what i'm doing here can i really pull this off and now Mm -hmm. based on what i've learned from him i know I can definitely cr- recreate this whenever I want.
0: Yeah, I think you you also touch on another little thread that I'm kind of pulling out here is that, um, you know, your early journey, even starting your own coaching business and actually achieving this freedom that actually that was all you wanted. You just wanted to be able to work in the coffee shop and, you know, be self, self-reliant. You know, when you get to that point, if you put in the work and do the thing, whatever that is, and sometimes the thing doesn't work and you've got to try another thing. <laughs> But then you attract the right people into your life and you can decide. I mean, you know, another skill is actually seeing the opportunity, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, you know, someone might cross your path and it's like, actually, hang on a minute. You know, we, we could maybe, you know, collaborate here. So I think um, <clears throat> if you're not ready, it's almost like you're ready to attract. I mean, in your case, Lewis, you know, and and then by that time, you you both had, you know, yeah, you, you could both bring a hell of a lot of value Um but if he had met you, you know, three years before, you know, it, you wouldn't have got to the level, maybe, you know, it, you yeah, wouldn't true. have the same thing. So it's it's almost, it's worth the struggle. Mm. Um, and then it, that, that's going to then attract the right things. But you've got to look out for the, you know, you've got to recognize these things. And yeah. uh, that's something, that you, an- another muscle you can develop or whatever you call it. Um, mm. That's mm. interesting. Well, that's really fascinating. Um, question, just switching the gear, gears a little bit. Is there any um, any book that you've read in, over the last five years that has impacted you the most definitely Um, and I'm sure I'm sure you read a lot um but yeah is there any one book that you would recommend
1: for sure for sure and it's it's such a it's not a really short book it's not that but at the same time it's not a novel right so it's it's a digestible book which you could read in a few days I've read a thousand mindset development, personal development, coaching books in my time, but there's one book called The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. Okay. And I would recommend everybody read that book. Mm-hmm. Um, have you come across a company? Called read it. Mind Valley. Um it rings a bell. Mind I don't know Valley... much about is very interesting it's basically it's like American. an American education platform but it actually started in uh Kuala Lumpur actually but it's okay a, yeah, it's an online education mm. platform which um you can sort of sign up and you, you know you you can learn various different things like mindset meditation yoga breath work money mindset all this sort of stuff but basically the guy who started that is a guy called mm. uh, Vishan Lank- Lank- Lankini or something like that his name is Vishan mm-hmm he wrote this book called the code of the extraordinary mind and it is not complex it's not a heavy read it's Mm -hmm. super simple but incredibly incredibly effective and that and that that's one book that really stands out to me whenever someone asks me that question because it's just out of all the books i've ever read it's definitely the one that's had the biggest impact on me there's a book as well um there's a very simple and very funny book that really had a big impact on me when I very first started my business. And it's called You Are a Badass at Making Money. Okay. <laughs> it's a really great book. It's by an author called Jen Sincero, I think that's how you pronounce her surname. But um, she wrote this book called You Are a Badass, which is like a personal development book. But then she followed it up with You Are a Badass at Making Money. And that book gave me the realization that what I needed to do back in 2018. Was not just be a coach, but become a trainer, and that and that completely then transformed my entire life when I made that transition. So, yeah, some, there's a lot of knowledge in that book. Okay, well, I've just bought it, so uh, yes. it arrives tomorrow. So I will crack no into it. So th- thanks for that. Nice well, one, James. Get those two. Get those two books. Yeah, the Code of the Extraordinary Mind and You Are a Badass at Making Money.
0: Okay, brilliant. Okay, that's excellent. Um, is there anyone in particular if you could meet anyone for coffee? Mm. um who would you want to meet and you never know between us we might be able to get make it
1: happen over the next you know 10 years who knows um, who knows yeah so yeah, someone knows? some, so, someone living at the moment who we can actually potentially trust yeah i think so back. i
0: think yeah I, I think we need to well in fact i mean obviously it's personal to you, you you're, you'll be having the coffee but you never know
1: oh. i'll tell you <laughs> what idea. this 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 sounds so cliche right this really does sound cliche and i never would have said this person before. Just for one, mm-hmm. the fact that it's very cliche. And two, genuinely, I, I I I never I'm gonna say I never found this person very interesting, right? However, however, I heard this person say one thing recently that resonated with me so much that I thought <laughs> I'd love to meet that person and have and have a coffee with them. So I was watching a documentary recently about Richard Branson. Again, super cliche. Fucking hell! Every every entrepreneur wants to go and spend time on Necker Island and meet Richard Branson, right? But admittedly, for years I thought, why? I don't. I don't really get it. I don't. I don't know what I talk to him about. But I watched <laughs> this documentary about him, and he said there was a stage where he had already built this multi million pound business, and he was sitting in a meeting. It was a board meeting with like ten board members, mm-hmm. and they were talking about net profit and gross profit and he didn't know what that meant and i thought that's me that's me i i'm i'm the guy that knows how to go and build this business but as soon as people start talking to me about business things it's like whoosh, straight over my head i haven't got a fucking clue what they're talking about and so it, it, he said this one guy took him outside and said richard you you don't know what what we mean do you by like net profit gross profit um Fucking, I don't know revenue. This, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, "Nope, I haven't got a clue what you're talking about." And then, so, and I was like, <laughs> "Wow, that is so amazing that you take this man, Richard Branson, who's gone and built one of the most successful brands in the world, one of the biggest businesses in the world, and the sort of things that they would teach you in business school. He, he doesn't even know what that means." And I am, I resonate with that so much when people talk to me about business that bi- traditional businessy things, just that, just give up there's no point because i don't know what you're talking about and i and i don't really have any interest in in knowing what you're talking about i can find someone who does get it and they can kind of sort that stuff out for me but um yeah i'd love to have a coffee with him and pick his brains about that yeah that's a good one yeah he's uh he's
0: very inspiring um my my old man actually used to work for virgin atlantic and he was one of the well i think it was four or five years old when he joined um and, so, and he was in operation so he spoke to richard on a Semi regular basis. Um, Well, fairly regular basis, actually. But uh, yeah, he's a really cool man. You never know. You never know.
1: You you never Um, know. I mean, I'd love to get his take on what he thinks about why people spend a huge amount of money to go to Nika Island to hang out with him. Because I, I just got this gut feeling that there would be an element of a bit of confusion as to what, uh, like, he doesn't even really know why why the people are spending this amount. I, I, I'd I, like to know, what do you talk about with these people? Like, do they come to your island expecting some sort of joint venture that they can become your best friend and they all of a sudden you're going to have this big collaboration? Do they come... And do they have a list of questions about Mm businessy things or do they come and want to pick your brains around your creativity? I'd love to just know what his take is on why people do that. Cause I'm, I'm, I must admit, I'd love to do it, but I don't know why I would do it. You almost have to go to figure out why.
0: I think that's (laughs) it. Maybe maybe you'll figure out the why you will figure out the why why, when you're there.
1: Figure it out Um, when you're there for sure. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I just I'm kind of baffled by it in a way. But at the same time, I hugely admire it because I stop and I think that is fucking genius, isn't it? I would love to have an island which people paid me a huge amount of money for to just come and hang out with me. I think that's why I'm fascinated by it, because if I if I was to describe my absolute pinnacle dream, it would be to have an island where people pay me huge amounts of money just to hang out with me. Love that. Well, maybe maybe part of your business
0: plan. Maybe you could include an island. You have got to purchase an island somehow. In fact, you don't have to own it. Do you, you could lease it. You could There's lease. There's got to be some island. You know, actually, one of my so someone I actually want to get on the podcast, and that he's he hasn't given me an answer yet. But this individual was of quite a quite well very high net worth individual, but he lost eighty billion dollars in two thousand eight, um, and he's been building it back. Um, but he one of the things he, he actually owned an island um and and he had to sell it Um anyway so um i want to get him on and but he's a the most energetic guy i mean he does not literally he does not stop do i but it's almost like you can take it all away from someone like that but it's just a matter of time before they build it back because they they know how to do it of course do do i know
1: this person is he a well-known individual
0: no you don't know you don't know him
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Be an intri- I'll, li- I'll listen to yeah. that episode,
0: James, but, when that comes but out. But because it's a sensitive, yeah, because it's a sensitive uh, topic. You know, it's one of those things that is he ready to be vulnerable? So that's yeah. why I'm not mentioning it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who he is yeah. now? Yeah. Um, but yes. So, well, I, th- I think we're coming to the kind of the end of our uh, our time together. Um, it's been fascinating speaking to you. Just to kind of end on, the, uh, yeah, is there anything if you were to give our listeners hmm. some advice? You know, some parting wisdom.
1: Mm, mm. um what what would that be it's a good question and i suppose it comes down to what they want that's that's where i'm going to focus this because um it may I, i thought of this earlier when you were giving the analogy about the house you know the difference in my mind between those two people laying those bricks is that one of them had a clear idea of what he wanted or what she wanted and the other one didn't you know the other one was laying bricks And there was no mention of what that person wants. You know, the second Mm -hmm. person, what they wanted was they wanted a house. And therefore, laying the bricks was not a chore. It was something to be enjoyed because they knew what their destination and they knew the direction they were moving in. That's where everybody needs to begin the journey. When we venture down these paths and we go on these journeys, you're all going to have different challenges. You're all going to have different levels of success because you've all got different values and different things that you find important and you can have different life experiences, but there is one place where everybody needs to start. And that is clearly defining what it is you want, because that's the equivalent of putting the destination into the satellite navigation system. If you don't put in the destination, you can go for a very lovely drive and you may (laughs) even have some adventures and you may meet some interesting people and you may even crash loads of stuff could happen but there's one thing that there's an absolute guarantee and that is that you are fucking driving around in circles and you're lost because you don't have a destination so start there everybody must start with a clear definition of exactly what you want and don't forget you can put in one destination and then halfway through the journey you can change your mind and put in a different destination that's fine that's not a problem but as long as you're always moving towards a particular destination that's the key the second you lose that you're lost and you're driving around in circles and nothing makes sense so just clearly define what it is you want that's where you have to start yeah that's
0: no that's brilliant well no that's um, it, it's very wise uh and actually it, it just another thing that i wanted to add to that as well is that you, you mentioned you can change the destination well success you know that there's a lot you get the to the first peak just like you did with your freedom working in a coffee shop and not having to go to work um and then there'll be another peak to climb so as long as you're you're content in the journey because if you if you put way too much on the outcome and then you get there it's like then it's like now what exactly. then you're back to not having a destination so it's almost like um kind of a greater purpose but yeah if, if you don't have the if you don't know where you're going you're never going to get there are you let's no, face it yeah. and actually there's a there's another um on the on the, the, the bricklaying piece, the, the guy that's whistling and excited about where he's going, all the chemicals that get released in the brain, you know, there's actually a scientific fact that there's more, your brain's going to get more oxygen, you're going to get those really nice chemicals, you, you know, because you're happy, um, and th- therefore you're going to be more successful. You know, it's like, you. it's got a physiological effect as well, just having the right mindset. So I just want to add, add that piece. Um, brilliant. Well, Liam, it's been an absolute
1: pleasure. How do people find you? Um, you yeah, know, that's that's a great... How do they find you? For sure, for sure. So there's two there's two things I want to be able to give everybody today. So definitely go and follow me on Instagram because I'm always putting a lot of content out on my Instagram as well. I try to inspire from there as much as possible, which is at liam.james.collins. So definitely go check that out. And also I'll give your listeners, James, a link um, because we've got a uh, a new course which is actually our okay. very first personal development course. We've never done this before. We've only ever done created courses that are about coaching and building your coaching business and getting clients and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, if everybody goes to TCM, as in the coaching masters, right? So tcmgift.com mm-hmm. forward slash E G A. And that's because the the course is the exponential growth accelerator hence ega so yeah tcmgift.com forward slash ega if you go there just check it out there's a bunch of videos there's a bunch of free content there there's loads to read there's loads to be inspired by and um and yeah maybe maybe people will want to come and join us on this course that's going to be starting soon and it's our very first one year long course okay interesting about transforming your entire life within thirty two very specific areas over the course of twelve months. So it's going to be pretty intense, but you okay. know, that's what's required to create massive change. So let's see what happens. Well
0: thanks for that. I really appreciate you uh providing some, you know, opportunity for our listeners. That's fantastic. Well we'll put that on the um when we publish it, we'll put it on the, you know, part of the uh, the summary. And perhaps um can have Sarah or you yourself send me the uh the link so I make sure I don't mistype it. Yep. Brilliant. Okay cheers well, James yeah take care thank you for listening to today's episode of Rocket Pod. if you get a moment we'd love it if you could jump over to whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on and leave a quick review we love all your messages it helps us get exposure to inspire and share more stories like our interview with Liam today a um, couple of key takeaways you know where we base our security might need to be reinvented so I think It's never too late to reinvent ourselves i think a growth mindset can be developed i think liam and i talked about that and if you don't know where you're going you're never going to get there so you know spend a bit of time to figure out where you're going and what you want for yourself and then put the steps in place to actually reach your destination otherwise you'll never get there you'll just be going around in circles so again um thanks liam for your time and graciousness today it was um really enjoyable listening to your story some great pearls of wisdom um wish you every success building the coaching masters and hopefully we'll uh we we'll catch up with you in a few years time to see where you're at anyway take care and thanks again everybody have a wonderful week ahead bye